Hey, hey, how you doing? Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, that was crazy. I ain't never went through that before. All of a sudden it just popped up, but we're here. Hey, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast. How you doing? Yes, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing all right. Just, uh, you know, taking things day by day. That's all we can do. I know that's right. <laughs> so, so, um, so how we do things on uh, my podcast, uh, I usually like to start from the beginning and then transition to how you got into it. So this is, uh, um, you pronounce your name Natasia, right? Natasia. Natasia. So, yeah, you own your own T and C, C Moss. And, um, we're going to transition into how you, uh, got into that from the beginning all the way up to now. So first off, uh, where are you from? I'm from Santa Clara, California, but I currently live in Florida. Oh, that's what's up. And you yeah. have uh, you have any kids? Yes, I have a daughter. She's 11 years old. Okay, then. So um, how was life for you uh, growing up as far as, like, you know, just – uh, regular circumstances and obstacles you had to overcome. Did you grow up middle class, or you grew up par- poverty based, or how 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 was things were when you was growing up? Um, that's a pretty interesting question because when I was growing up, I didn't really even know the difference. To be honest, um, it was bittersweet. Um, just to let you know, my grandmother she was an engineer, and she pretty re- much raised me for a good part of the time. And so, you know, being from Santa Clara, Silicon Valley, it's kind of a well-to-do area. So I definitely didn't grow up in poverty, but then there were some transitions in life where I kind of bounced in and out, depending on who I lived with or where I lived. Um, But for the most part, the way I like to think of it is that I've had the best of both sides. Okay. Yeah, I can feel that. Well, So did you say... Were you from your whole childhood, or did you move to Florida in the middle of your childhood, or when you got became an adult? Um, I was a bicoastal baby, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, my grandmother, again, she, you know, by her being an engineer, a computer engineer, she lived in both places. She had a house in Cali, and then she would live in Florida, kind of like when the snowbirds come down from, you know, up north. So, you know, I have memories, my childhood memories kind of go back and forth um, from East Coast to West Coast. So to be honest, it's kind of, it was kind of crazy because, I mean, I can actually remember, you know, first grade here, second grade there, third grade here. Um, I did a little bit of fourth grade here, fifth grade. Then I went back in sixth grade and stayed till about, came back in sixth grade here too so sixth grade I was in both states and then I can remember seventh grade going back to Cali and I stayed there until the eighth grade and I finally landed my plane here in Florida when it got to high school so a lot of people thought I was an army brat (laughs) yeah I was in the military myself so I know how that is bouncing around and stuff like that but um, so what was your passions as a kid? Like, what what did you have a passion for growing up? Like, what was things you like doing when you was growing up, coming up through school? 
Um, I love school. I mean, I don't like even when I was younger, I don't even know if I would have known that it was a passion. But I just I like to learn. And I was all about words because I know words mean a lot. And I just like, I mean, you know, I was the kid that did the spelling bee. I had honor roll. You know, I went to private school sometimes. Sometimes it would be all year round school. I just enjoyed school. And, and maybe that was my outlet. But for the most part, I was a creative kid that was kind of drawn towards more of tech and math, um, probably because my mom was more into accounting and my grandmother was into tech. And so, of course, when it came to school assistance, we went all out as far as, you know, the science fairs and things like that. I don't even think I had my own mindset on what I wanted to be so young. But I know when I got into high school, I started taking health career classes and I knew that I wanted to be in the medical field, um, eventually pre-med. So do you have a uh, you have a medical degree right now? Um, I don't have a degree per se. I've worked in the medical field for 13 years in various positions, um, but I've always found myself in a place of wellness, um, whether it was working for different chiropractors, doctors, neurosurgeons, things like that. That's just the jobs that I've been grateful enough to land. Um, but it's funny when you say degree because I've gone to school here and there and I've kind of learned from my sister over a couple of years ago that I had a degree of associates. Um, she was walking across the stage and she told me that they had called my name and I had no idea. So out there, I do have a degree somewhere. I just, I just, you know, haven't put my fingers on it. Okay, man. So as you went through, went through high school and transitioning to an adult, what uh, made you get into the medical field and eventually transition into dealing with CMOS and things like that? That's a good question um, because from the outside looking in, a lot of people can look at it like a, a backwards transition, especially when I had high hopes of more or less being, a, you know, in the pre-med. And then as you get older, you know, you let time get to you and, and the thoughts of, oh, you know, it's probably too late to do this because I'm this age. So sometimes you digress. And so at some period, I took it out of my head to do pre-med and then just to do nursing. And then I found myself uh, not doing nursing, but let me figure out what else I can do. Um, but as far as, as far as landing where I've landed now, I think the overall transition has been an awakening for me as far as going towards more of a holistic approach. Just my beliefs have changed. Um, my thoughts have changed and my integrity leans more towards holistic wellness than it does the mainstream, you know, Western medicine. Okay. So um, did you ever have a passion for, cause you know, no matter what your passion is, as far as like anything that you're trying to um, sell to generate money, mm -hmm. uh, all of it involves some type of business. So did you uh, ever have a passion for business? Not saying that you just really want to just be a straight up business woman, but as far as like the things uh, dealing with business, like a strike of interest with you when you uh, basically made up your mind that I'm going to do this CMOS thing and T thing and go all the way in with it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a whole vibe, you know, as far as the energy is, I mean, I never really sat there and said, I want to be a businesswoman per se, but I know when I was 19, 
I took it upon myself to try the shoe business thing, kind of like when the online thing, dot com thing got um, really big. And then I realized I wasn't into shoes as much as I thought I was. But if you just like zero back from the time that I was 12, I was a part of an organization that was like a youth group for girls. And we would buy stuff kind of similar to um, like a Girl Scouts, but not really. You know, it was just um, some moms that got together and we just, you know, would put items together and upsell it so that we can just kind of survive, to be honest, especially um, at that time. I think I was living in Oakland. And um, I was making a hundred dollars a day at 12 years old. So, you know, I know I have the entrepreneurial spirit in me and then just fast forward into now, you know, every job I've gotten, I've really appreciated it and I've learned a lot and I've enjoyed, you know, meeting people and talking to different people. But I realized that I just wanted to be free. So you speak on the um, entrepreneur spirit. Did you grow up around a lot of entrepreneurs in your family or that was just something that just came to you naturally? Um, I think it more or less came to me naturally, but by way of seeing my grandmother's freedom, even though she wasn't an entrepreneur, she had a whole lot of freedom. I mean, I'm, I'm 38. By the time she was 40, she retired, but her idea and my idea similar to retiring is not actually quitting working period. It's just being able to do whatever you want to do. And she's always had that ability. Um, but my dad per se, he never works like a, a straight nine to five. Either he was driving taxis or he sold something on the side, like uh, makeup type of stuff to women. I don't know. Back in the day, they would always have different things that companies would come up with that you can contract yourself out to work. Um, he was a musician also. So I have a family full of artists, musicians, and techs. And so in that realm, they all kind of had a, a lot of freedom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I feel what you're saying. So when you, uh, when did you first start your company? Um, legally, I started this company back in 2018. I finally put the papers in for it. But to be honest, like, I've always spoke on you know, the knowledge that I have, I've always shared it with people. Um, my daughter, like I said, she's 11 now, but when she was born, you know, she, when I went into labor, the water broke, I guess for a while it was without water could be due to the reason why she had eczema, um, amongst whatever other reasons they tell people. But, um, she was the main reason why I came up with this company and her middle name is Soleil as well, which is short for Salil. Um, and so that just segue into the name of the company. Soleil Vite is like vitality for the soul, you know, um, like the underbelly of vitality, sunshine. So, I mean, other than that, like, I don't know. It's just, just one of those things that just kind of, you know, it just all made sense. But um, like as far as for her, you know, she had eczema and I did a lot of research as far as what that was, where it came from. And then I had to switch doctors or I actually left the doctor altogether because she would bleed, you know, on her knee, um, the back of her knees, the back of her arms. And they didn't have an answer for me. Uh, they would tell me, oh, it's because she's crawling. Well, if a child's crawling. They're not going to bleed from the back of their knees or the or the crest, the crevice of their, you know, elbow. It would be on their knees or have you, whatever have you. So I knew then that they didn't really know what they were talking about. 
Um, and then at that point, I realized as I was researching more that eczema is an autoimmune deficiency, not just a symptom. And so from there, I started making her own creams and things like that and tinctures. Um, Soleil Vite was actually a company that started off as a cosmo uh, cosmetic manufacturing company. So I was into making, you know, um, bath bombs and salves and stuff like that, but for personal use and for some friends and stuff like that. And then as I've evolved over time and got more knowledge and started to be more in tune with myself, I understood that it, it had to be taken care of from the inside out. So I think that's another reason why I evolved into, you know, embark on the holistic health and wellness as far as, you know, taking things by mouth and having other options other than, you know, putting a Band-Aid on it. Oh, okay. So what was the, uh, so when you first started your company, what would you say, what was your, your end goal of what you was, uh, what you're trying to accomplish as far as uh, selling these products? Well, to be honest, I just wanted to share with people the uh, solution that I had for people that don't have a solution. And I look at everything like a double-edged sword, but in a more positive way, I guess. Like for instance, um, you know, by helping others, I'm helping myself out. I'm not speaking from a selfish standpoint, but at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, to heal yourself, or if you have an autoimmune deficiency or you have a certain diet that you have to maintain that is not in your traditional diet, which, you know, most traditional diets aren't that great, it costs a lot of money. So for me, it was about being able to afford this newfound lifestyle that should be the standard for us. But we, you know, got pushed into it due to the ailments. Um, I just wanted to be able to um, provide something to other people that I found a solution for, but I also needed to be able to afford it as well. So it made um, all the sense just to create a business out of it. I mean, that way I could, you know, afford to keep, you know, living this way or keep doing it. Yeah, that's really, that's really inspiring because uh, a lot of people, you know, entrepreneurs and stuff that start businesses, either it comes from either their parents or grandparents were successful and they pass it down and show them the ropes of how to continue getting the money that they was getting or... Mm -hmm. Or they just, you know, had a gift of gab or have a nice social media following and everybody just uh, support everything that they're doing and they just able to get traction on anything they throw out there. But you rarely see people in your situation, you know, especially with someone as close as your daughter, you know, that's a media family to have a, a, a condition and then it, it transitions into something that's uh, providing money and helping other people as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And not only that, and that's so true, um, and I feel you on that too, because um, I've heard people say, like, you know, it's it's almost like a rose coming through the concrete. You know, it, it, you can either become your environment or manipulate the environment. And for me, it was like I wanted to have more control, you know. Like, it's easy. It would have been easier and daunting, so to speak, if I were to just, I guess, work extra hard on a nine to five and just try to make more money to sustain. But eventually that runs out, you know, 
it's not sustainable. Um, over time, prices go up, you know, habits and you're stuck. And, you know, just I feel like more than money, I just wanted to have the ability to spend time with my child and raise her the way that I feel like I, I could. I mean, I'm not perfect by any means, but it, for me, it's just all about um, being able to provide. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. That's the main end goal of anything that you do, especially when you have to uh, put your own money up because, you know, anything with a job, you know, anybody can go get a job because, you know, the main thing, you all you have to do is create a resume and go in there and just be professional and be liked by whoever the interviewer is. And your company is putting the money up to provide for your insurance and things like that, depending on what type of job it is. But when you uh, choose to go the entrepreneur route, you know, unless you got, you know, parents that are or family that got money that's going to put the money up to start it up, you know, you coming out of pocket for everything. So you have to have a real self-belief in yourself to know that whatever you're trying to put out, that is going to work. So you have to have a lot of faith and have to be real persistent. So like I have always had a lot of respect for people that's entrepreneurs because it's not easy. Everybody see the end result, but they don't see the progression like all the nights or the days, you know what I'm saying? You had to stay up or all the nights or days, you know, where you didn't make no money, you know, you probably contemplate quitting, you know, no, yeah, I, I totally feel you on that because, to be honest, <laughs> it's a big risk. And the way I look at it is all or nothing. You know, like, I'm not, like, 20 years old anymore. I need to focus on what I want to do and what I can do. You know, um, it's just all in. And it's just the fact that, you know, when I speak of risk, it's like, okay, I can't afford health insurance right now, but I'm a fairly healthy person. I don't you know, I rarely see doctors, but I do to get a checkup and that's about it. Um, but I just know that it's like an 80-20% thing, you know, as long as you know you're doing 80% good, you have that leeway for the other percentage. And not only that, but you people know deep down inside how you're treating your body or what you're doing and or the decisions you're making ahead of you. Like, it may go left, it may go right, but most times, if you just think clearly and make a good decision, and like you said, believe in yourself, it's going to go right. Like, there's going to be times where it's not right, but it's one of those things where you go three steps and you might go back one, but you're never going to go all the way back because you're going to keep going. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's so true, and I think that's a part of my drive, is knowing that I have to emerge out of this this realm where I'm kind of like the only person that I know like myself as far as, you know, the way I think and things like that. I have a sister that sim thinks similar, but um, you can be outcasted. You can be looked at like, what is she doing, you know, or what is this? Because nobody sees your vision. And so that's my drive is you don't need to see my vision. It's for the people that need to see it. They'll see it. Yeah, yeah. You can never go off what other people think or what other people opinion is because you would be stuck in the same spot if, it, if that was the case. That's so true. And Eric, I've had so many people that have never run a business tell me how to run a business. 
or, or, or tell me where they think I should be in my business. And I'm like, I'm just trying to breathe. I'm trying to eat and I have to balance like the income that I make. I need to balance that on living and also making sure I restock. You know how dangerous that is. You know, you should always be putting in, putting into your business, but I have to live as well. So, and then to have so many people just like digging in, like this is where you should be. But then most of those people are nine to fivers and I have no, nothing wrong with a person that works nine to five, but I feel like people should just stay in their lane, especially if they don't believe in themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how people is, you know, everybody, that's just the way this culture is now. Everybody try to shoot something negative the first time they get if it's something out of the ordinary, you know. Right, right. It's like, how dare you believe in yourself, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, we transition into your company as overall, so so uh, just uh, tell the people like uh, basically like a brief description of your company, like the variety of products, um, where they can find the products as far as like websites, links and stuff like that. And what um, if anybody purchases your product, like what uh, what can they what can they expect and um, a timeline for the results? Uh, one, uh, uh, whichever one they buy. Okay, cool. Yeah. So basically, um, just to start off, we're talking about Soleil Vite. And sometimes I, I go by Soleil Vite Apotique, which is A P O T H E K E. The definition in that is like a, a combining pharmacy. So Apotique is a word that I came up with because it was like a compounding medicine shop back in the, I don't know, whatever, 1900s basically a place where the doctors and surgeons would go to a medicine woman or man, and they would create the medicines for the doctors to use and go back to. So I like that as a play on word. Oh. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, I'm not sure what all you missed. Yeah, you you were saying um, you was talking about a specific product. I can cut out. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, I'm the creative director with Soleil Vite. We have wellness products. Um, I'm starting off just with a little, you know, as far as the stock right now until I can build further. But I have sea moss, um, which is a whole leaf um, algae. And other seaweeds, we have kelp, sugar kelp, which is a seaweed, along with dulse and bladderwack. And so my hottest item right now is the seaweed gel, because a lot of people don't really feel comfortable with, you know, creating the product themselves. And so that's why I'm here. I don't mind making it. Um, But just to give you the ingredients of one of the products, it's Chondrus crispus, which is like one of the top. Um, in the hierarchy of seaweeds, it's the top out of seven over 7,000 species. So it is mucilaginous. It's good for the immune system, gives you a boost. It's We call it all the antis because it's antiviral, antifungal, anti-cancer, anti-inflammation, anything you can think of. Um, so I take that mixture and I let it soak in like uh, ginger, cloves, 
elderberries, key limes, and Ceylon cinnamon. And so with that, um, I gel it together and I formulate a product that you can pretty much use however you wish. Um, it is a CMOS gel, but you can use it on your hair. You can use it on your skin. Um, you can take it by mouth. Um, it's a sea vegetable. And so it's kind of like a multivitamin, but made out of seaweed and a few other herbs. Um, the next product that I have outside of the seaweed is chaga, which is a mushroom. Um, it's a brick. So I make teas with it. My most popular tea is chaga, reishi, soursop with burdock root, and of course, key limes and cinnamon. And that particular uh, mixture is like a transmission flush for your circulatory system. You know, so those are my two hottest products that I have. Um, most people buy them together. And it's definitely like, you know, heaven sent as far as, you know, clearing any pretty much, you know, any, I don't want to say that it can clear just about anything because everybody's body is different, you know, so. Um, but I will say um, with Soleil Vite, other than those products, I am a yoga instructor. Um, I teach our clients alternative ways to living a more balanced lifestyle by offering lifestyle advice on mindset, the importance of stretching and selecting nutritional and nutraceutical valued food choices. So for instance, um, we can meet in the park, we can do a virtual consult or however, but um, pre-COVID, I would go to people's house and people that were looking for a transition or clients that were looking for a transition, I would have like a lengthy consultation with them, ask them where they are and, and, and try to figure out where they wanted to go with it. And I would just basically, we would just open up the cabinets, open up the fridge, and I would talk to them about what they had and, and what they can, you know, alternate so that they can kind of transition. To well, okay. Yeah, that's all that's, um, you know, uh, I'm all a big fan of the natural anything, you know, I'm a, I'll be taking uh, Dr. Sebi's products. I don't know if you ever took none, but. I've been taking his products for about three years now, so I'm real big on natural anything that's uh, dealing away from med regular medication being prescribed, you know. Natasia? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, my apologies. I was saying Dr. Sabi was one of my mentors um, without him knowing that I was his mentee. You know, I followed him for many years along with Dr. Laila Africa. They're both no longer living. But um, so that's where I learned about CMOS. And no, I've never taken any of his products, but I did like watch all of his videos. And I just that's where I started. Oh, so yeah, that all makes sense now because uh, I know Nipsey Hussle is one of my favorite uh, rappers and he's one of the only celebrities that I shared a tip for when he passed away. But I mm -hmm. know he but he was supposed to put out a documentary on Dr. Sebi. And like a, couple, like a year before he died, he was talking about it on The Breakfast Club. And I know Nick Cannon said he was going to finish it. So uh, I'm I'm really interested to see them put that out. Yeah, I definitely love to see that. So um, 
You have a website, right? So my website is under construction. When it is up, it will be Soleil Vite Apotique. Um, but how I'm communicating with people now is through Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy. So Etsy is my little baby website for right now until I can construct my website. Um, so I'm pretty much everywhere with, under Soleil Vite Apotique. Um so yeah, I have an Etsy store. I definitely have the Instagram. That's Soleil underscore Vite underscore Apotique, as well as a Facebook page. I'm I'm slowly kind of emerging. You know, I was like, uh, for a while, I was like, I don't know if I, you know, I know that I'm doing this at a hundred percent, but I don't know um, what's making me drag my feet a little bit. But I'm kind of a perfectionist and sometimes that's to my detriment <laughs> so I had to I had the website up I had to take it down it just wasn't up to par for my liking so it, it will be back up soon okay but typically clients just message me on Instagram or Facebook and we go from there and also I forgot to mention I do popsicles um, I do pretty much anything but with integrity so, like, when I first started, I was like, okay, I'm going to make gummies, I'm going to make powders. But then I thought about it, the more you take a food from its whole state and break it down, you're losing something, right? And so, if here and there, I'll have clients ask me to make them powders and things like that. But, I mean, I tell them, you know, what their options are, but it's, it's, it's just best to make it whole and, and eat it as close to nature as possible. So, but other than that, I turn my teas into popsicles. People love them. Um, I make the breakfast bars out of the popsicles um, that come in the, like the squeeze bag, but the teas come on a stick. So those are really popular for the kids. They can take it too. Okay, then. So right now, um, are you going off just basically DM, direct message basis, basis or do you have a, a certain business hours? How you do that? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm 24-7, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody really disrespects my time, but if they really knew, I mean, I'm open. Sometimes I get calls that are two hours long, that which led me to the reason why I felt like I had to move towards uh, the whole setup of consultations just to kind of give it some normalcy to it. Because we end up talking about a lot of things. A lot of people want to, I mean, tell me about every toe they stumped, you know, so and it's it's all good because I'm here for it. Um, but other than that, you know, if you check out my Facebook business page, my number's listed on there. So I'm pretty much available anytime. Um, I've had clients call me three months in a row and talk to me for two hours, you know, you know, two hours at one sitting before they even bought a product, you know, just because they were wanting, you know, they were, you know, it, it just takes a lot. Cause I know before I got into CMOS, I saw hundreds of people doing it. But it had to be this one person that resonated with me to make me feel comfortable to kind of, okay, get it from there. So I get it. There's You're not just buying a product. You're buying, like, that person's energy, to be honest. Okay. So one thing, one question that I had. Uh, so is CMOS, is it kind of similar to, to uh, anything else as far as, like, Canvas and things like that, as far as like having different 
flavors or is it just like one base thing? Well, I would like to say that CMOS is unparalleled. There's nothing else like it. Absolutely nothing like it. But there is uh, a niche where I've seen people take it and they'll add flavors to it. I've had a few people come to me, you know, giving me business advice saying, oh, you would do so much better in business as if they knew how I was doing in business. That's one thing. But they would say, you know, you would make a lot of sales if you uh, mix it with fruit and this and that. So I do that to a certain degree when I do my popsicles. But the way that I operate in business, and it's always going to be with integrity, is that I feel like if I sell you, um, they come in two jars. So you get two 16-ounce jars. That's 32 ounces. That's the minimum. Because I want you to have enough for almost two weeks so that you can at least feel or see a change. If I sell you something with fruit in it, first of all, it's going to putrefy a lot quicker. In order to not allow it to putrefy or go rancid, I would have to add something to it to sustain the freshness. And then I have to worry about that item that's in there and how that's going to affect you. And then, you know, it just, you can go down the rabbit hole with that. So for me, I like that it's available whole, the gel, you know, it's nothing but seaweed and those herbs that I mentioned. And for a family that's trying to feed, like a person that's trying to feed their family, they can take two tablespoons by mouth. A kid, maybe start them off with one. You can put it in the oatmeal, the cereal, the, st the stews, you know, your drink. It just, it's it stretches, you know what I'm saying? Um, but with the fruit, what I'm noticing with the other companies is, yeah, they're selling a whole lot more and they're getting a lot more traction. And most people are addicted to sugar, to the sweetness. So I'd rather you... I guess I, what I'm trying to relay is that I envision something else for my customers. I don't want you to be, um, I would like for you to be a customer for life, but I not that way. You know what I'm saying? Because what you're going to have to do is buy it more often. Um, and you're just basically, I'm doing it for you the way that you can do it at home. And in, in my vision, I've always said to myself, I want to put the power back in people's hands on how to eat and how to live. I don't want you to depend on me to make your meal all the way down to when it's ready on the table. You need to have the necessary tools so that you can go wherever and, and create your meals for your family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. You want to have people build some type of independence, you know, so mm -hmm. where this is like a stepping stone and you can start, you know, branching out and living a more healthier uh, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. so, a toolkit for their arsenal, basically. So, so um, before we wrap this up, I want you to uh, basically uh, get short-term and long-term goals of where you see where you uh, want your company to go and new additions and things that you're thinking about adding a feature that you could tell your current and future customers that you uh, that you're thinking about adding that you probably haven't pushed out to the public yet. If you uh, want to push it out to the public now, just short term, long term goals with the company and any new things that's uh, going to be coming coming with your company. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, for me, my short term and long term goals are pretty much all the same. I've just made a decision that this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, and then. You know, whatever it takes me, it takes me. I'm currently working on, and I do work with the community, 
as far as outreach, um, that's a big part of my background as well, too. Um, when I used to live in San Francisco, um, I started volunteering uh, with the outreach and stuff like that. And then they gave me a job. So th that's near and dear to my heart. So with alongside Soleil Vite, I'm creating a wellness um, nonprofit. And it's going to be called um, Well Onus Wildflowers. So it's a play on words. It's like well on us, but on us means responsibility. So wildflowers means flowers cultivated without any assistance, like, you know, their back was turned on them or whatever, for the lack of a better term, like flowers that needed assistance that didn't get the right assistance. And so that goes back into what I said, putting the power back into people's hands for wellness. And so my goal is to have retreats and workshops, and I already do community outreach and um, try to sit with like our elders it's hard to get the younger people involved in their health even people my age you know I'm not that old or anything like that but it, it just doesn't seem like anybody's at least from in my circle is um you know everybody's in the highlight of things they want to look fly they want to go riding and things like that so I would love to see that more awareness for our age group and and younger um but I'm definitely working on my public speaking skills. And I did a lot of speaking, um, like I said, in San Francisco, City Hall, just advocating for the homeless. And so I'm just going to do it my way, a different approach, um, just providing wellness tips to people. And because to be honest, homeless is a state of mind. I mean, you could have a home, a car, clothing, and still feel lost and empty. And so my goal is to bring that wholeness to people and let them know like there's alternative ways should have been the original way, but there's alternative ways from the way that you've been doing things and been thinking. And through that, I would use my yoga, my newfound yoga skills. Cause I just became a yoga instructor um, by way of womb, womb wellness. So like I said, my life goal is just to take all the things that I've learned and package it up and, help people heal themselves okay there yeah i like to i like to um i like to hear things like that you know positive you know optimistic things you know you know the uh, the world today you know it's so it's so negative so it's anybody, so selfish <laughs> yeah anybody that's doing something positive you know that's in a different lane especially with wellness and and health because a lot of people take that for granted because you know as you get older you need to prioritize that so you can age gracefully so you don't have to deal with all these different issues and stuff and being in and out of the hospital all the time so yeah i appreciate anybody that's uh doing something positive to um, yeah definitely thank you and i just want to add to um what we do at Soleil Vite, I say we because my daughter, you know, she's always going to be a part of it. Um, I don't force her to do anything, but I do have her help out. Um, you know, I used to eat, you know, I've always been health conscious in a way. Maybe it was called a picky eater. But, you know, we help people transition, whether it's from the Mediterranean diet to pescatarian. I was pescatarian for a long time. My saying is, if you're not a vegan, just eat like one, you know. And it's a mindset. Um, I've been alkaline 
you know, eating food like that for some time um, on and off. I'm not perfect, like I said, but I'm just learning. And I, I've always kept the food list on my refrigerator for Dr. Sabi. Like he was definitely a guide for me. Um, my new venture and endeavor is raw foodie, you know, raw food vegan. So lately we've been working on that. So we definitely help people transition through that as well. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. I usually use this, you know, for any business owners or barbershop talk, you know. I don't know if you listened to my previous episodes, but I talk about a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. We'll talk right. about politics, uh, fake friends, child support, all type of stuff, you know, police brutality. So, um, offer you the invitation you know anytime you want to come on you got something you know that you want to promote or something that you feel real passionate about you can always uh hit me up and come on the podcast anytime you it'll take that long for me to uh strike up an episode if i'm free okay cool and um any um other last things you want to say any special shout outs and tell the people how to on one last time how to find you on all your social medias and um um links as far as like where to buy your products at. Yeah, most definitely. And shout out to you. Um and for everybody's listening to Eric J the Great, I really appreciate you for having me. Um, you know, it's it's the whole vibe. So and I'm a vibe type of person, so I feel your energy and I know you're a good dude. Um, also I just want to say I'm pretty much available mainly Instagram and Facebook. Um, I get the notifications directly on my phone, so I'm available pretty much anytime within, you know, reasonable timing. Um, the way you spell my company name is S O L E. Um, Vite is V I T A E. And the last part is Apotheque. It's A P O T H E K E. And um, that's how you spell it on Facebook. Instagram is going to have the underscores in between each name. Um, And you can check my phone number out if you're interested or need a consult. My phone number is 415-385-1536. And, I mean, if you just feel like you want to know anything about anything, I'm a lifelong learner and a researcher. So, you know, if I can't or I don't have the answer right away, you definitely know I'm going to find out. So again, it's all about getting your immunity boosted. My saying is don't wait for the disease or dis-ease to come and then run around and try to find all the remedies. So go ahead now and eat your herbs and algae. And thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, this is some good stuff you got going on. I'm definitely going to be tapping in with you because I'm trying to get that consistent on a healthy thing. So I'm definitely going to keep you in the loop and uh, be purchasing some of your products. And um, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, this consumes the uh, Eric J. The Great podcast. Uh, I will uh, publish this episode now. And uh, it should be on on Spotify by 1030 tonight. So I'll send it to you and then uh, you can share it or do uh, uh send it to your friends or however you want to do it okay cool thanks eric i really appreciate you all right i appreciate you too and this concludes the episode everybody tune in to my next episode i should drop some more content 
in the next two weeks or so, and uh, we out. Peace.